0: Hello, hello there, my beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of the Confident You Podcast. I am your host, Karina Rodriguez. How are all of you lovely people doing today? How are you feeling this week? Are you feeling inspired? Are you feeling amazing? Are you feeling happy? And if you're not, it's all good. I'm sending you all of my love and all of my positivity right to you. Okay, ladies. So as you all know, this is my favorite month, October. I don't know, October just holds a special place in my heart because one, it's fall. I love the chill weather, the fall colors, the fall vibes. Two, I love the spooky stuff, Halloween, dressing up. And three, it's also my birthday month. With that being said, tomorrow is my birthday, October 10th. 1010 10 is my B-Day, y'all. So, in honor of my birthday, I'm dedicating this episode to myself and showing you all the life lessons that I've learned by age 28. Originally, what I was going to do was do 28 lessons I learned by 28, but then I realized that this podcast episode would be super long. So, we're going to shorten it and we're going to do 15 lessons I learned by age 28 and without further ado, let's dive deep into these lessons y'all starting with number one here Most problems end up being irrelevant. Yeah, so this is something I have to constantly Remind myself because my little brain is always saying like, oh, you need to do this or oh this problem Oh, you need to worry about that and no what I do is I take a step back now and I say Is this going to matter in five years? Is this something that is going to affect me long term? And that's how I reel myself back in and, and break the cycle of worrying and the cycle of anxiety in itself. So pretty much problems don't have to be problems unless we make them problems. You get what I'm saying? On to number two. It's okay to cut off people out of your life that no longer serve you. You know, I always look at it now that sometimes friendships are there for a certain season of your life, and that's okay. I've literally had so many friends there just for a season, and I had to learn to accept that, that they weren't gonna be my forever friend. And I learned that, you know, I don't have to force friendships that don't bring me joy in the first place. Why keep someone around if they're going to continue to keep me miserable? Why keep someone around if they're not even checking in on how I'm doing at the end of the day? Why keep someone around if they're just draining my energy? Lesson number three here is being open minded doesn't have to be scary. ladies. For most of my life, this was something I always had inside of me. I was always the type of girl to be open-minded. Like I've always had different opinions, I've always had different traits than other people. But I was always afraid. I was always afraid to cultivate that. I was always afraid to be open-minded because I was afraid of what others would think of me. I was afraid of their opinions of me, if they would bully me, if they would judge me, if they would befriend me because I believed in a certain thing and they didn't. However, now, I'm like, you know what? I'm being me. I'm showing up authentically me. I believe in what I believe in and if you don't believe in that, that's cool, but I don't care what you think about me because I'm here expressing myself in what I believe in at the end of the day. That's one of my life values is authenticity. You know, showing up authentically myself because if I'm not showing up authentically myself, why am I even living here on this earth in the first place? I'm here to experience life. I'm here to experience happiness. I'm here to experience joy. My motto here is screw what they think, I'm gonna do me anyways. Lesson number four it's okay to say no. For years, I would always put other needs before my own. I would always say yes to that friend. I would always say yes to that coworker. I would always say yes to my family, but it would always put me on the back burner. I would always hurt me at the end of the day. I would always put my things on pause and put everyone else's things Above all else, and that shouldn't be the case, you know. I wasn't living to my truth, I was letting people walk all over me, I was letting people just take advantage of me. And this was in my friendships, this was in my relationships, this was in my own family. I had to learn how to set boundaries. I had to learn that it's okay to say no. I had to learn that I need to start putting myself first and then I could help someone else. I have to show up for me first. I have to show up for my things first and then I could help other people. You know, I'm not always gonna be a helping hand. I can't bend over backwards for people who aren't even trying to help me in the first place. At the end of the day, I have to worry about myself, my needs, and my well-being. Lesson number five, it's okay to ask for help. You know, for those of you who don't really know me and my backstory, I am the oldest of three. I have two younger brothers, and my whole life, I grew up being the caretaker. I had to grow up fast. I had to pretty much transform into an adult by age 10. I had to take care of my brothers. I had to do things that no 10-year-old or I should say quote-unquote normal 10-year-old had to do, right? So I wasn't out there playing. I wasn't out there doing those things. I was being the caretaker. I was taking care of the household while my mom worked because I had a single mother on top of that. This story was planted into my mind and, you know, kept replaying, kept replaying that, you know, I had to do these things because I was the older sister. I had to be the caretaker because who else is going to take care of them but me, you know? I had this limiting belief that I had to take care of people all the time. But in reality, this hurt me. This hurt me because I wasn't taking care of myself. and. I was struggling so with that being said I struggled to ask for help I struggled to ask my family for help and I've struggled to ask my teachers for help in college like I was always afraid to ask for help because I felt in my mind and in my heart that I needed to do this on my own because that was the only way and my mind was replaying that that was the only way but in reality you know I had to learn this in therapy and and through my mentorship Um, you know, that it's okay to ask for help because we all need help sometimes and you shouldn't be ashamed to ask for help. And growing up in a Latino household, it's like, you know, it's pretty much looked down upon. It's you have to be strong. You have to be independent. You have to do this. You have to do that. And you know, that was really taking a toll on me and and a toll on my life. So really just learning that it's okay, Karina to ask for help. You don't have to be ashamed. Getting the help gets you the results that you want. Lesson number six, self-care is essential. Yes, I said what I said. Self-care is essential. I don't care what anyone else thinks. This is a must for me and my lifestyle, because if I don't have self-care, I'm burnt out. I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm angry, and I'm crying over every little damn thing. Yes, that's what I turn into when I don't practice self-care. And I learned that self-care doesn't have to be this one set day. Self-care could be incorporated in my daily routine, in my morning routine. So now I see self-care as simple. Self-care is utilized every single day of my life whether it be me journaling, whether it be me meditating, whether it be me taking a long hot shower and then doing my skincare afterwards, you know, that's self-care in itself. Lesson number seven, life doesn't need to be figured out by a certain age. Ladies, for years I said, okay, I'm going to go to college, right? So I got my master's degree. I'm going to get it by age, I think what did I say 23 or 24? Uh, then I'm gonna have kids by 25. Then I'm gonna get married by I don't even remember the ages, I'm just like literally babbling off right now. But you get the drift. Literally, I had this whole timeline set out and like when I'll get married, when I'll have kids, when I'll get my career. And I always said, um, I'm not gonna have kids until I have a perfect job, blah 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 blah. Anyways, that didn't happen the way that it did. So that's the reality to that. And lastly, it's you don't need to put a time crunch on your life. You just have to trust the process of the journey of life itself and see where life takes you. Because if God or the universe says, you know, that's not your time, it's not your time, sweetheart. So really just taking life, one step at a time and trusting the journey. Lesson number eight. The only people that matter are those who support you. There's not a reason to try to impress other people. I used to literally always try to impress other people. I was really guilty of this in my early twenties and needed to seek validation so that I would gain friendships, that so I would gain boyfriends, relationships, or feel accepted by them. The only real focus here is The ones who are going to be there for you no matter what. And I call those people my ride or dies. Lesson number nine, not everyone is your friend. I had a lot of friends growing up to find out that they weren't really my friends. I was just someone who they had around to go drinking with. I was just someone they had around to go to parties with. I was just someone to have around to get free rides from or whatever the case may be, right? So pretty much they didn't validate me as a person. They were just using me for all these things. So I really had to take a step back and re re-evaluate my circle many times. And now I know that I have to choose my people wisely. Lesson number 10. It's okay to take time off work. Growing up, I was always a workaholic. I literally worked three jobs at one point i think when i was in college i was working like three different jobs i know you're probably thinking damn karina you are a go-getter yeah no I, i i'm not proud of that okay but the thing is i used to feel so guilty for calling out of work or guilty for not showing up to class when i was in college or guilty for canceling a session with a client when i worked my therapist job because i had a bad mental health day and you know what We all need breaks. We all need to rest our bodies. Our bodies are not machines. I'm not a computer. I'm not a robot, baby. So I really just needed to learn that it's okay to slow down and it's okay to take time off work. Lesson number 11, having your weekly schedule planned out helps keep the balance. I used to live my life with no calendar. I used to live my life with no schedule. Literally, my schedule consisted of waking up, eating breakfast if there was time, and going to school and going to work. Literally, that was my life. And I had no time blocking skills whatsoever. Now, I time block everything from 7 a.m. to. 9 a.m i'm doing my morning routine from this time to this time i'm eating or doing tasks for work etc etc so really being conscious of my time and i no longer say i don't have time for that i say let me look at my calendar girlfriend because i'm very conscious of my time lesson number 12 Change isn't always a bad thing. Most of my life, people, I feared change to the max. I hated change. I hated different sceneries. I wanted everything to be the same. I wanted everything to be familiar, but that's not the case. I remember I got so much out of my comfort zone when we bought this house two years ago in a city that I didn't like because it was too woody for me and not near the city. However, long story short, I'm here today to tell you that my house has changed me. My house has literally helped me grow as as a woman and it's helped me see things differently. I can definitely say I've grown to love this place and sometimes we have to just give things a chance, even if it is different and that's what I did here. Lesson number 13, when times get stressful, tap into gratitude i was very guilty of waking up out of bed and immediately start having anxiety immediately start overthinking immediately letting my negative thoughts dictate my reality now that i'm older i realize that tapping into gratitude has helped me overcome this so much Um, i used to worry about so many little dumb things buying groceries cleaning the bathroom you know getting my car oil change really just small things that could get done easily with a quick fix and now i just catch myself when i do these things and i start to worry and stress about all these things that i have to do i just say you know what let me tap into gratitude Let me see how abundant my life is. Look at my beautiful house. I love my house. Look at my car that runs. It's amazing. Look at my beautiful son who who knows how to walk and talk. Look at my husband who is loving, kind, and compassionate. Look at all of the food in my fridge. I am so freaking grateful for everything that I have and really just tapping into that love abundance and gratitude mindset Lesson number 14 being goofy and tapping into your inner child is okay just because I'm getting older doesn't mean I have to let go of the little girl inside of me that little girl is always gonna be inside of me she is gonna be inside of me till the day I die from this earth. She's gonna be with me for the journey. So I enjoy and accept her for who she is and what she does and when she wants to come out and play. Like whether it's me dancing in the living room being crazy or whether it's me going for a bike ride because little Karina used to love to go on bike rides or whether it's Karina singing in the car because little Karina always imagined being a singer when she got older and that was her thing. But you get my drift. Just really just accepting that it's okay to let your inner child come out and play. It's okay to tap into her because she is with you every step of the way. Even if you don't acknowledge her, she's there. And lastly, lesson 15 here is Rejection is redirection. I had a hard time grasping this motto because I always try to force things in my life. I always try to control things in my life. And I think all of us have that nature inside of us where we want to control things and want things to go a certain way. But in reality, when things are rejected from our lives, whether it's people, places, things, opportunities, that means that it wasn't meant for you. So now when things get rejected out of my life or rejected in my reality, I say, "Up, oh, the universe has something better in store for me. Something better is coming on the way. I know, I trust, and I believe this to my core that something better is coming. All right, my loves. Well, that's all I got for you today. If you love this, please share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at theconfidentyou.coaching. Also, ladies, before I let you go, I have a big announcement to make. In honor of this being my birthday week, I'm running a birthday sale on my self-love workshop, The Beauty Within. Yes, ladies. So if you haven't got that workshop yet, it's time to snag it now. It's 40% off right now, $27 for the best course of your life in this course you will learn how to heal yourself and heal your past transform your mindset and rewire your subconscious mind and evolve into self-love and cultivating your confidence i am sending all of you beautiful queens so much love and so much positivity for the rest of your week i will see you guys in the next episode bye